Bully, what's up, buddy? Oh, yo. How you doing, man? Good to get you on. Yeah, bro. I'm. I can't tell you how excited I am to be on here, bro. This is awesome, brother. This is awesome. Uh, so, what are you up to right now? You got a match tonight? We have a match today. Yeah, we have a match at uh, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Nice. Who are you guys playing? NFC, a team from Pennsylvania, like an uh-huh. an older team, okay. uh, a more a more veteran team than ourselves, but we think we're more. No, no, it's Penn FC. They're they're like the Harrisburg uh-huh. team that moved. Uh-huh. They okay. just moved. Sounds good, man. So good to get you on. Um, yeah. I'd like you if you just, could just introduce yourself a bit. You know, your name, where you're from, where you're playing at right now, and a little bit of background. Uh, the stage is yours, man. Yeah, um, Andrew Kendall Mullen. Um, I was born in Saint Augustine, Florida. Um, we lived there till I was ten. Then I moved to, to Georgia and played in Atlanta um, before I moved to Minnesota and played in uh, at Shattuck St. Mary's where I met Mr. <laughs> Rick Fit. Um, a little bit about that story, to be honest, I, I think I should tell the, the listeners that it wasn't always the, the best. Um, we weren't always the best of friends. Um, I was probably your hardest critic during your time at Shattuck St. Mary's. Um, and normally I'll tell people, you know, it's because I believed in you and all that stuff. But at the time, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really, on the field-wise, but I'm super, super impressed and super happy that you have, you know, become what you've become. And, um, yeah, no, it's it's great that we got to be, got to be uh, friends now. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, so that's... That's like our little background. But then, you know, from Shattuck, I went to Southern Illinois um, University. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was just looking for a team after that. Like, there was no there was no MLS draft. There was no any of that, bro. I was just I, – I just made up my mind that I was just going to grind after yeah. that. So, did you play and four years at Southern so, Illinois? Yeah. So, I mean – so, three and a half. So, I played my four years of eligibility, and then I just left. I didn't finish. I didn't get my degree. Um, I left, and then I went on a couple of open tryouts. Finally, landed with San Antonio FC in mm. March of last year. Um, they they liked me, but they didn't sign me right away. They said I could train there, or whatever. Gave me housing, and um, they sent me to uh, an MPSL team, which is like like probably lower than PDL. Um, and I just, I mean, in that situation, I could have just been like, nah, like, I don't want to do that or whatever, but I went there and we made it to the mm. national final, um, lost due to some, uh, to some circumstances there where we lost all of our players for the final. So we had to make a makeshift team, but whatever. And then I came back with San Antonio, made my professional debut. So how'd and... you get into San Antonio, if I may ask? Yeah, no, it's um, uh, a coach that I knew from high school. He also knew my dad pretty mm-hmm. well, is the head coach at San Antonio. So he's like, yeah, we'll give him a tryout. He can come for a week. I did well. And so they signed me to like an amateur deal where like if I was if I played, I got paid. But if I didn't pay, if I didn't play, then yeah. I didn't get paid. So, That's interesting. 
but I was like, you know what? I was like, that you know what? That's perfect. Like, just give me a place exactly. where I can train and play with the play with pro, exactly. pros. So you know, yeah. that's what I did. And uh, just swinging around, touching back. You know, uh, us at Shattuck. Um, you know, uh, I always, you know, I always looked up to you. Whether we didn't get on the get along on the field or not, off the field, I think uh, you know it was essential that you were always honest uh, on on and off the field with me as a footballer. And um, you know, I really had come to my own over there and realized that um, I got to get to the next level. And um, you know, you were a guy that I always looked at who was you know efficient footballer on and off the pitch. You always looked looked after yourself, and you were you had that professional mindset at 17 years old, you know? So I always respected that. Yeah. And uh, you trained different than everyone else. I saw that, you know, you trained as a footballer. You didn't, tra you didn't train as a right. bodybuilder doing, um, you know, movements that you weren't going to be doing on the pitch. So I, I know I always looked up to you for that. And, um, you know, you were always the hardest worker on the pitch in the room. So I really respected that. And, um, so I gotta say, I, I definitely looked up to you when I was over there and that's when I started changing my training for the better. And, you know, that's when I, when I could say I yeah. got much, much better as a footballer. Sometimes you, you need that reality yeah. check. You need, uh, someone to be honest of course, with you. Of course. Uh, if you have what it takes and, you know, six years, six years of later course. right now, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at. Uh, but there's, you know, there's no stopping now, you know, and, um, you always had exactly. that in your mind and your uh, whatever it was. I know you, you always wanted to improve and wh whether it was uh, the influence from your dad or, uh, you know, those trials you had over in, in England when you were younger that really, yeah. um, you know, strengthened your mindset and your ability to look at football as a profession at a very young age, you know, was very good to see. And, um, you know, p kids that listen to this, got to know that uh the process isn't easy and it, it's a journey and everyone wants that quick fix you know whether it's whether whether it's in right, football right. getting better or whether it's you know changing your body your lifestyle everyone wants a quick fix a, a pill or a body wrap or a fucking fit tea and uh, you know excuse my yeah. language but that's how i am you know i'm gonna tell it how it is that's all bullshit the only the only thing that's yeah. going to work, and you always instilled this in yourself, is hard work, <clears throat> commitment, work ethic, persistence day in and day out, and showing up day in and day out, and not giving a shit what anyone else says, and just believing in yourself. Exactly. Exactly. It's For me, bro, it's like I've come to this new realization that, like, it's not even about the journey anymore. It's about the process in terms of, like, can I find my happiness in just training? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird to say because like people are always all, all about like, Oh, I want to get to this level or this level or whatever, but it's just about giving your all every single day and being Absolutely. happy with that. Like, Absolutely. And like you say, I mean, like everyone, I, I think I know what you're touching upon. Everyone is trying to rush to that destination. And what they don't exactly, realize exactly. is the most beautiful thing about this whole journey is the process of getting there. It's just about, yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, can I work hard today and just be happy with my work that I did today? Like, you know, if, if I never step on, step foot in Mercedes-Benz Stadium for Atlanta United, can I still be happy with how I applied myself 100% every single day? You know what I mean? So it's like, 
it's just about working hard and being happy with who you are and being able to just live in that moment. You know what I mean? No, so. absolutely. And I completely agree with you. It's, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you got to ask yourself, did you put in that work at the end of the day? And you have to be on. And I think right, right. a lot, a lot of this comes down to self-awareness. You got to look at yourself at the end exactly. of the day. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, did I actually put it in today or did I not? And was it, is it, is it right. one step, one step closer to where I want to be or is it one step back? And whether it's one step closer or right. one step back, you can't judge yourself, but you just got to get back right. on track and you got to have these good habits, whether it's with your eating, with your training. Um, and yeah, you know, I fully believe in that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. um, some more background on you. So, you know, how old do you, what position do you play? Uh, what do you think are some of your strengths on and off the field? And what do you think are some of your weaknesses on and off the field? Yeah, so I'm 23 years old. Um, turned 23 in November. Um, my position right now is I'm playing the nice. sixth, so I'm playing center defensive mid. I, I just sit there, just defend hard and give it to players who are more skillful than myself and just try to try to keep my passing percentage pretty high. Um, my strengths on the field for sure are my, uh, ability to see the game in terms of tactics and knowing where players in front of me need to be and being able to talk. Um, definitely I've worked a lot on my technique, um, through all, through my whole career. I mean, Shattuck was a big one for me in terms of, um, making sure that I was technically sound. I mean, playing with other players. Um, I mean, Ricky, Ricky Lopez has been on this, uh, podcast, um, that David Abador was on this podcast and those two, uh, more watching Ricky is more like, I need to be more technical. And then David was more like, Andrew, stop kicking the ball all the time. You need to be more technical mm -hmm. kind of thing. So those two helped me out. Um, Shattuck in general helped me out technically. So I think technically I'm, I'm, I'm good. I think I like where I am technically, um, off the field, um, I like I like helping out the younger yes. players um, for sure. J just making sure that they're on the right track because the environment I'm in now is we're super super blessed, and so like the younger players, they they don't necessarily understand that there are, there are harder Absolutely. conditions out there. They take it for granted. I try to tell them, and you know, it's 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 one of those things. Like sometimes you will never understand until you get Absolutely. hit in the mouth. Um, so I try my best to keep them focused, but yeah, just, I mean, just also as a, as a person in general, I just feel like I'm, I'm gratitude is my, is my yes. biggest thing. Like just being grateful that like people always say like, you could be, you could be dead or whatever like that. But I'm saying like, I could not be Absolutely. able to walk. I could not be able to, to use my hands or I, I'm lucky enough to have a car. Absolutely. You know I mean? No, I completely just... agree with you on that. And, uh, you know, just to touch uh, circle back to the younger kids. And um, I think that's fantastic. And, and that's another reason that I developed this company is uh, I want to show younger guys that whether you're playing in Europe, trying to secure a professional contract or whether you're trying to play in the secure <clears throat> professional contract, it's not sunshine and rainbows. You know, it's not uh, li lilies and daisies. Absolutely. Every day, every single day is a battle. 
And what they have to realize, and especially a lot of the USL guys and, you know, guys at that level, I know, I know it's not, you know, not easy to secure a contract. You know, for example, we had David Abador on, on the air and uh, he's a good footballer, really good footballer. And, uh, you know, he had a good, he had a good year with Tulsa, went over to Red Bull, had a good year. Yep. And then he didn't even get anything after that. So, you know, you got exactly. you got to make sure, like you said, you're putting it in day in and day out. Because you never know when that opportunity is gonna, you know, fall short, and you can lose an opportunity the blink of an eye. Whether it's an injury, whether it's, uh, you know, you're on the bench, whether it's you're getting cut, whether your contract's getting terminated, you're losing your apartment. People don't know uh, the ins and the outs, and you know, there's a lot more lows and a lot more highs. But I think you could agree with me that all the lows are worth the highs. Exactly, and that's going back to what I was talking about earlier about like stop looking at the the goal necessarily and start focusing on your day to day because every single day I wake up and I'm like, yo, I'm going to make the most of today because I don't, and it's cliche to say like, I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow or whatever, but in re in reality, if I was to be able, if I was to be terminated in November, I can look back and say, you know what? I milked every single thing I had out of this. Like I, I was super happy. I, I engaged with the fans as much as I could. I, um, I train well every single day. It's not, it's not necessarily my fault that I'm not here anymore, but it's more like it's the no regrets Absolutely. thing. I mean, it's so simple and, and, and everyone says it like yeah. no regrets yeah. and all this stuff. But, but in reality, if, if everything was taken away from you, would you be able to say, you know what? I'm happy because I put everything Absolutely. I had. And yeah. And, and just to touch on that, um, you know, if you're getting better every single day and what I say is, hey, man, you know, control the controllables and let the uncontrollables yep. control themselves. There's a bigger, there's yep. a bigger, you know, not talking religion here, or God or anything, but the universe is bigger than us. And sometimes we can't control right. what the universe is going to do. But what we can control is, hey, are we, did, did we train? To, did we put it in today? Did we listen to our body? Right. Oh, are we, if, if we're exactly. fresh, did we put 110 in? If we're not fresh, did we yep. take a rest? Uh, are we, are we going to be fresh Absolutely. Tomorrow? You know what I mean? Um, like, did, we, did we put <clears throat> the right things in our body today? Did we get to sleep right, on time? Right. Did we wake up at a, at a good hour? Did we get quality sleep? And it's all about, like we said, being honest with yourself. And yep. if you, I, I, I fully believe and firmly believe, you know, I've been out here three, three and a half, four years in Europe. If you take care of the controllables, the uncontrollables will take care of you and everything will set in stone. Yeah. And if you yep. do that, you're going to get better every single damn day as a footballer. And to be honest, you know, another reason I brought you on and a lot of the guys on is because they're all, we're all hard workers. And we all have a similar yeah. mindset. And, you know, I've seen guys who played at Osvenskin here, you know, which is first. I've seen guys who played in second, third league Germany, and they don't even work nearly as hard as us. And, you know, the right. cliche saying, if we're going to talk cliche saying, when, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, it's true. You yeah. only live once. That's cliche, but it's true. You know, it depends how you take it. You know what I mean? Right, for sure. I mean, it's 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 kind of weird because you know, going back to high school, like I was working 
like some it was yeah. just crazy like looking back how much I was working like I was up at 4 30 in the morning in the dome working and then go to class and then in, in the breaks of class I would come and work out and then work out with the team at the after the uh after school and then after that yeah. I would go to the gym you know what I mean like that kind of stuff and I'm looking at it now and like I always had the idea that you know I had to work harder than everyone yes. else I had to work harder than that's everyone else and like and like that's very true that's very true but like when you get yes. to this point where yes. I'm at now, um, everyone's working hard. Not not necessarily everyone's working as hard, but everyone's working hard. And now it's my time to to close the gap in terms of can I work a little bit yes. smarter than them? Can I work can I work at not crazy hours anymore because I need I need, need to recover just exactly. as much. But like but can I when I'm working, can I work you know, like it's incremental kind of stuff. Like when they go in, can I work five Absolutely. more minutes more than them? Because it like, adds up at the end of the day. Like, it adds up. Exactly. 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 After, you know, after, you know, 12, after 12 days, I've worked an hour yeah, longer yeah. than you. You know what I mean? So it's like just little increments um, make a big difference. So. No, I completely um, agree with you. That and that, that in the mental game is so much, so much more as well. Like you, you, like I always didn't care what people thought, but like then you come to this level and people are actually yes. better than you and they might know more than you. And you know what I mean? So it's like now I need to even more triple down on the fact that I don't really care Absolutely, what they think. Bro. Like, yeah. And, and, like, let, let, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so what, yeah, what I was going to touch on first is um, when I first came out to Europe, I first came out to Germany. I said, you know, just touching on this, you know, and, and I always saw what you were doing, putting it in. And uh, I think you're putting yeah. it in a lot behind closed doors, you know, and I think people people don't know yeah. is, you know, integrity is shown when no one's watching. I fully believe that. And I really embodied that. So I took that out yeah. with me to Germany and man, I was training like you five, six, seven hours a day and I was improving. I was yep. getting better, but I, I wasn't I wasn't fresh. You know, I wasn't fresh enough for my team trainings. Right. And, you know, last year. I really woke up to it when I actually I signed my first professional contract in Sweden. And like you said, you're playing with guys that are, you know, really good players. You can't get, a, you can't get yep. away with training your ass off, you know, four to right. five hours a day and then going to team training and being at 60, 70%. No, you, you got to be right. 120. And since we train in the afternoon, you got to be at 120% for that team training. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, exactly. what, I, what exactly. I really exactly. touched on is um, is periodization. Uh, and I'm sure you've really looked into this. And yeah. um, one guy I really looked into, his name's Raymond Verheijen. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, no, I got to no. recommend his book to you. But uh, I, I did a couple, you know, classes with him. Uh, my coach really studied under him last year. And what he really says is freshness over fitness. And for example, okay, yeah, it's yeah. like, he wants you to be at 120% for every team training. Why? Because, because the okay, most yeah. important thing, and you know at this level, at the professional level, the most important thing is decision-making and game awareness. And 100%. so the first, what I would say and what he says is the first aspect and the most important thing is that you're fresh to train with your team. The only reason you train as an individual is to supplement your team training to be better exactly, for your individual exactly. train for your team training. 
And, uh, you know, the first thing he goes by is decision making. Ken, when you get the ball, do you like, are you, uh, do you have the mental capacity and the game awareness to make the right decision? Exactly. And that, then, then you'll go down to game insight, which is the second pillar. And the third, the third pillar yeah. is technique. And the fourth pillar is football fitness. So if we, if we touch on the right. third pillar, the technique, if you have the technique, you can unconsciously play football, you know, at, which makes right. the first pillar even better because, as you know, you can get your head up. You can be aware what's around you, what the next pass is going to be the third man running, who's running in behind you, you know, whatever position you're playing. And, um, exactly. and, you know, if you're burning yourself out, which I found I was doing in the beginning, I'm not, you know, I'm not performing at 120. So once I changed that, that's when my football really started to blossom. And I don't know if, if you feel the same way and what <clears> your <throat> thoughts are on that, but I just wanted to, you know, cause I, I knew how hard you worked and, um, you know, Maybe you are an absolute mutant, but I, I mean, some people just can't go seven, eight hours uh, and then go to team training. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is like when I'm when I'm tired, when I'm super tired, it's not even like I was just talking to someone. My technique doesn't go. My technique is still fine. Like I'm still technical as I was when I was 100 percent. But the decision making goes. And that's, that's my biggest is. thing is I can, I, I can take a yes. great touch. But then my but then my pass is too. Absolutely, the other team. no, I'm you know the same I mean? so way. Like, and then like, you know, you're exactly. too slow on the ball. You get caught on the ball, and, and I, I think that comes down right. to the mental, you know, the mind. And uh, I think that's one of the most important. I mean, that is the most important thing for this game, for this life, the mind. Right, and right, and and that yeah, that's 100 percent true. Because the freshness thing was dead on. Because there's players on on the first team here at Atlanta who. Um, are older who are not the fittest players on the field, but they, they are so smart with their movements and so, so smart in their tact in their tactics where they, where they run. They don't, there's no wasted Absolutely. running. Like they don't just run around. Like, like I'm still in that phase where I'm still just, just running run, around yeah. everywhere. And like, I can do it right now because I'm, yes. I'm fit enough, but, but these guys are just, it looks like they're jogging the whole time, but they're always in the right position. And so they don't expend as much right, energy. Absolutely. I mean, you, you look at a guy like Sergio Busquets, you know, he, he's jogging yep. most of the game, uh, but he's always in the right position. He's not the fastest. He's exactly. not the quickest, but he's the smartest. Exactly. He, he knows where the ball is going to go next. He predicts where the ball is going to drop off the second ball. He's looking to win that second ball, break up the play, and then, and then just help move his team and break, the, break lines going forward. Uh, yeah, exactly. and like you said, when, when you get to an older age or, for example, when I, when I was in Germany, I, I went to go to, you know, play some pickup footy, I would get on the pitch and you would see these guys that were fat as hell, but, but yep. they could be some of the best players on the pitch because they were good with the ball and they knew where to be. And, and you would just be shocked because exactly. in America we're taught, we're taught with the barbell before the ball. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I mean, it's so important to, like, like just, like, David David even uh, uh, talked about it. Just, we got to we gotta play, you know what I mean? Like, we got to teach young kids to think for themselves, and we can't make these Absolutely. robots, because when you do, when you do, and 
then a kid's like, you know what, maybe I'm not technically good enough. So now I need to get bigger yes. and now I need to get stronger. Now I need to get faster. And that, that's kind of how yeah. I was. I was like, you know, I, I read the game well, but at the same time, I think that I need to, you know, get stronger, faster, whatever. But no, you just, it's the mental thing. Like, can I make Absolutely. my brain faster? Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and that comes from playing super small-sided games, and that's what we did at Shattuck a lot, just the small-sided games inside the 18. Like, Absolutely. Um, playing the game, playing the game and, like, getting, getting, your, getting your fitness through the game is oh, so important. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's, why, that's where this guy also, this periodization guy, stresses. You know, he, he was a fitness coach for Man City. You know, a lot of big teams, you know. But he, you know, he yeah, stressed. Yeah. <clears throat> and you see why Neymar is so good on the ball. You see why these South Americans are so unreal on the ball. Because they're out in the streets. They're playing small-sided games. And like we said, yeah. and I'm sure you agree with this, the, everyone asks, oh, what's the difference between this level and that level? And the truth is, it's the yep. speed of play and it's the tempo because you have less time on the ball and less time to think. And that's what it is. And these yep. guys who are playing street footy, their brain and their feet get so good because they, have, they don't have as much time, as much space on the ball as, you know, when, they're pl- when you're playing, you know, an 11 v 11 with a lot of space. So they train it at an early right. age. Right, it's, it, it, it's interesting you talk about that, though, because last night I was at the Atlanta United LAFC yeah. game, and they, they seem like they have so much time, and that's because, they're, A, their positioning is perfect, and, B, the, the movement off the ball is perfect as well. So, like, if you, if you try to run at me hard and put pressure on me, I just play it right exactly. past you. So you can't put as much pressure on you. And so it's like there has to be a – there has to be a I see a lot of guys saying like, like younger guys, uh, they always talk about um, like one touch passing versus two touch passing and all that stuff. And one touch isn't always, isn't always faster and isn't always the best, the best Mm. way. Um, Sometimes, um, sometimes, you know, one touch is too fast. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I need to, I, I, I need to take the touch so that you come so then I can play the ball. And it's like, it's just when you, when you play all the time, and you play thousands of hours, uh, thousands of hours of yes. your life. Then you understand. You understand these different concepts. You don't understand these concepts by running on a treadmill Absolutely. and by, you know, by benching and all this stuff. And like, there's places for that for sure. And but if you're looking, to, you know, if you're a young kid and you're looking to make it to the next level, it's you got to be on the ball as exactly. much as possible. Just That's play it. football. Just play football. Exactly. And enjoy it. And, you know, you know, I have exactly. a lot of guys hitting me up in the DMs, you know, how do I get more cut? How do I get stronger? I want to get to the next level. I'm obsessed with getting to the next level. And, bro, the guy's like 13 years old, one of these guys is hitting me up. Right. I said to him, bro, right. to be honest with you, enjoy your football. It's an absolute – it's a exactly, beautiful dude. game. Don't worry about what you're eating right now. Don't worry about what you're putting in your body. First of all, you know, just just try to eat healthy. Try to eat – you know, you don't need to worry about calories, protein, any of that bullshit. Just enjoy the game because you don't want to be burnt out. Uh, bro, you took it right out of my mouth, bro. I was going to say that when I first came on. Like, the most important thing is enjoyment. Like, if you don't enjoy it, then just leave it. Like, don't do it. Go find something exactly. you enjoy. But, like, he- and here's my thing is, like, younger kids are like, yo, I, I had fun today, but they were just goofing around. Like, it's a, it's a goofing around kind of thing. 
And I'm telling them, like, you're not enjoying this because when you goof around, your friends who are taking it serious are not happy with you. They don't like you. You lost. You yes. lost the game. But when you truly enjoy it, you're working hard. Like, you're yes, tackling. You're, drib- you're, taking, you're taking people on. You're being risky. Yeah. It's like, you just have fun. Absolutely. Like, have fun. Have fun. And, and like, winning. Like, yeah. winning. Or – you know, it's not necessarily a scoreboard thing. It's like, oh, I'm taking my friend one-on-one. I won. Like, and I beat them. I beat them defensively. I beat them offensively. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. fun. And, and when, when you're competing, it's fun. And, and, and a byproduct of that is making it to exactly. the next level. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, that's going back to the number one where I said, like, don't worry about the, don't worry about yes. the next level. Don't yes. worry about any of that. Just, just try to be, just try to, Try to be the exactly. best on the be field. Be the best player on your try team. To be... be the hardest worker. Exactly. And, um... Exactly. My, 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 one, one thing, my big thing, when I went to the NPSL mm-hmm. last year and I put it on one of my Instagram photos is, you know, God told me to dominate where I am. So I did. You yeah, know absolutely. I mean? It's like, you, like people are saying, oh, I live in South Dakota and soccer's mm-hmm. not great here. And then I come, and then I come and I watch, and you're not even the best player exactly. in the team. Like you have to dominate, you have to dominate where Absolutely. you are in order to, in order to continue. Sure, you know man. what I mean? So it's like, and, and and honestly, to touch on that, you know, even if you're in South Dakota, man, <clears throat> if you're not compete. Like you don't have to have a team. You don't have to have this. Can you compete against yourself every day? Can you make yourself better every day? Right. For example, I. I when I used to do wall work against the wall, like I wouldn't time my, 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 uh, like say if I was doing, you know, right foot, one touch, I wouldn't time it. I would just count reps, but now I time it. And if I have a quality rep, I don't count it. So for example, I'll go one minute, one touch. hear me yeah yeah i got you you know back i basically think about breaking lines when i'm playing one touch and if i if i if i take a bad touch i don't count it yeah so then i record my number for example you know it'd be like 85 or something then you know i'll take a 15 second rest and then do that again and try to beat that number and then it gets competitive and you want to and then you want to be better every day you could do that with two touch you can do that with driving balls whatever it is you can always find a competition with yourself. And like you, like you said, right. you know, even if you're playing pickup and everyone else is fucking about, you doesn't mean you have to fuck about, you know? And exactly. um, like you said, you know, everyone wants to go to Europe. Everyone wants to play in the USL. Everyone wants to play in the MLS. But are you the best player on your team right now in U18, in U17, right? Right, exactly. I mean... My thing is also like, it's cut. No, no, no. yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I mean, yo, um, uh, just to, I mean, just one of those talking about like just messing about in the five aside or whatever. Like it's Shattuck. I remember all the time, like a couple guys would come and just think it was like a a mess about, and when we were playing five v five or whatever, and then that's when you know maybe I have to kick someone first and get the get the get the game heated and then that's when we exactly. started playing but no completely agree with that man and honestly i want to touch on this real quick because i honestly always share this with my friends about loving the game 
you know, as a young teenager, you're always worried about girls. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you're always looking yeah. to, you know, do, you know what I mean? You're always looking to meet that next girl, this and that. Yeah. And I actually told one of my boys the other day, you know, I love having, <laughs> and I'm honest, I'm honest with everyone. You know, I'm transparent. I'm transparent, yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Good. Perfect. Right now, we're, as we're on the podcast, I would be the same in person. You know, I'm not going to hide shit. I'm not exactly. going to bl- blur out shit because there's no point of that. So I'll say it straight right. up. You know, I love, you know, you love having, you know, you love enjoying your time with women. Let's say that. But I would rather yeah, yeah. play a 90 minute match where I fucking worked my ass off, got in the tackles, made good passes, than have sex with a girl. I- I'm telling you right now, bro. That's that's what I told one of my boys the other day, and he completely agreed. He laughed. He's like, you know, that only you know, depending on who you are, that, that that could last between ten to thirty minutes, or 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 more, whatever you're <laughs> on. But you get what I'm touching on, right? That really shows how much yeah, you love yeah. the game. Yeah, someone someone told me once, like, you work hard in soccer, the girls exactly. will come. So it's like. So it's like I I much rather you know I much rather do something that's contributing to my legacy than to do something that's contributing to like short term satisfaction for a thirty <laughs> second yeah for a thirty second exactly thing. and I you know because I, I I made a couple mistakes as well with girls in in my career so far and you know where you you think oh you know and for me put it simple football will. will won't always be there, but the girls will always be there. Correct. And like you said, the, the bigger you become, the better you become of a player, the better the girls will be, the better quality, the better looking. So just work on yeah. your craft day in, day out. And I know you embody that. That's why I brought you on. We both invest in our craft. We're obsessed with getting better every single day. And, um, yep. you know, I, I like bringing like-minded guys on and, you know, guys who have become friends uh so you know honestly just a pleasure to have you on i mean we've gone on a bit of a rant but i want to circle back to i got i had a couple questions for you um so let's put yeah wait wait, one second you know i'm you know like you said like-minded guys like i'm so appreciative of like the friends i've been able to build through the high school we both went to because because you know i you look at us now and there's five or six guys right now playing exactly. in the pro level. Five or six, seven or eight, seven or eight guys playing in the pro level from our from our exactly. high school. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like we're not we're not all the same person, but we all have the same mindset, and we all, you know, I'm I'm super. Like I said before, I'm super impressed with where you've been or with where you've yeah. uh, gone, and you know, I'm I'm right here to support you through the whole thing, and so appreciative because, you know, I'm I'm looking to do the same thing. You know, inspire those kids who didn't think they could do it or those guys who, you know, maybe didn't get called into national team camps and, you know, are contemplating not playing because they don't think they're good enough or whatever. But at the end of the day, like we said, you know, it's about, it's about um, enjoying the game. If you don't enjoy the game, then you need to find something else. No, And I completely agree with that. And I appreciate that you support me and it goes both ways, man. That's what a friendship and a relationship has to be. You know, it, it goes both ways. I'm here to help you. You're here to help me. We're going to have our downs. We're going to have our ups. And, and the, real, the real friends are the yeah. ones that are, uh, that are, that are here when, when, you're, when you're down. You know what I mean? And right. like you said, yeah. you know, it's inspiring that you have the same, you know, idea 
that I have. And you know what? You know where I think this comes from? I think we've put it, put it in day in and day out, blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm not saying I put in a much, as much time as you, but I, I've put in a good amount compared to most. Uh, you're just a workhorse, but that's, that's a different subject. But, um, yeah, I mean, we know that if you put it in day in and day out, you're going to have a chance. Nothing is impossible. Right. If, if you do the right. right things, if you eat well, if you train right, if you train well, if you sleep at the right time, if you get – and like you said with relationships, if you put yourself around lions, around people who are trying to grind and get better every single damn day – and that's you're gonna you're gonna get better just by osmosis. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, man. So that's huge, and I think that's something also to cover that you got to be around the right people. You can't be around you can't be around exactly. negative people. And to be honest, right now, you know, I cut a lot of people off, man. Like any anyone yeah, who, have who gives me negative vibes, anyone who gives me disbelief, they don't believe in me. I just say, hey, sorry, man. You know, I don't. Hey, sorry, you know, man or woman, whoever she is or he is, I don't have time for that. I'm here for positive vibes. Yeah, yeah. Like we said in the beginning, you only live once, so you know, why yeah. don't we make the best of every single day? Because it's all we have. The present moment is all we have. The past and the future, we can't. We can't change. The only thing we can change is the right. present. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, that was a great point, man. So um, I just want to touch a bit on, uh, on sleep because uh, I'm, I'm all about building yep. the, these, these habits. And what I've noticed as I've gotten older, you know, not that we're old right now, but I need more sleep than usual. So, you know, I want to touch on, right. you know, what you think of sleep in terms, you know, what time you go to sleep, your thoughts, and, you know, do you think it affects your performance? Well, first off, it definitely affects your performance for sure. Um, but the second thing is the biggest thing that I think I struggle with in my life, not just in soccer, but in my life is sleep. Yes. And that's because, you know, my, let me interrupt you because you're always, you're always thinking about working, working out, working hard. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It, it's just like, sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear you. Uh, I, don't know. I didn't my, hear you. Yeah, um, I was just saying, like, my, my biggest problem in life, not just in soccer, yeah. is sleep, for sure. Because I um, I don't know. I mean, whether it's the phone, yeah. whether it's Netflix, you know, I the discipline isn't necessarily there yeah. when it comes to sleep. I, def, I definitely recommend naps, yeah. for sure. Um, I like what you said about it's, a, it's about cycles instead of, like, whether I got seven hours yeah. or six hours. And that was... I, I, I experimented with that a little bit um, in the off season and last season. And that's 100% true. Like I, um, like when I went to bed, I would, I would count out how many, like how many 30 minute cycles it took for me to wake up. And I would, I would set my alarm for that time, wake up and I felt mm. very fresh. Um, but yeah, going back to it. Yeah. Sleep is so important for sure. Um, something I definitely want to work on yeah. and definitely need and, to work. Uh, I could honestly give you some tips right now, uh, you know, because I've been reading heavily on this and I've noticed how, how much it's affected yeah. me. Uh, so, so, for example, right now, yeah. how much, you know, if I were to ask you, what time do you go to sleep? What time do you wake up? What's the, what's the general? Um, right now it's about 1130. I go, to, I go to sleep and I wake up about 645, okay. 650. Yeah. Uh, and how do you feel after a night, night of sleep? Do you feel well rested? You know, you feel energized. What are your thoughts? 
it's it's not like it's not like I feel super well rested. It's not like I feel super yeah. tired. You know what I mean? It's like it's just like oh, I yeah. wish I could sleep more, but I know I can't. So I'll like get. You know what I mean? It's like, but like I'm lucky in in the sense that our practices are like kind of early in the morning. We practice at ten thirty. So, so I get to really get that, you know, that momentum going where I can take a shower, I can, you know, get on the bike, get going, and I can just sort of go into training, have the energy. And then when I'm done, I'm absolutely shattered for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm lucky in that sense, but I know that, I know that it's not like the best way, you know what I mean? And this is how I look at it. It's like, like I talked about with Lopez and I tell a lot of people, you know, it's a, it's a 24, we have a circadian rhythm. It's a 24 hour internal body right. clock. And the thing that controls that is our hypothalamus. So it's basically all unconscious, right? You know, it controls our eating patterns. It controls our breathing patterns and it controls our sleeping patterns. And the way I look, look, look at it is our sleep starts, you know, it starts the night before our sleep for the next day starts the night right. before. And, you know, just some quick tips. What I would say at first is, you know, don't have any caffeine after 12. Of course. Uh, and I think what you should really look into is developing an evening sleep ritual. I think that that'll really help right. you. And instead of looking at it in 30 minute cycles, I'd look at it in, in 90 minute cycles. I read a, yeah, from Nick 90, yeah, yeah. the Manchester United sleep coach. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy and, I was reading. Uh, yeah, he either looks at it in, in 30 or 90. And one full cycle is 90. Yeah. So, right. so he, instead of thinking about one night, he thinks about the whole week. And, for right. example, he would say, so if you get six hours, that's four cycles. If you get seven and a half hours, that's five cycles. If you get nine hours, that's right. six cycles. And like you said, you experiment. You see what feels best. And for me, what I would exactly. what I would say is this is the seven and a half, five cycles feels best for me. So what I do is I take 90 minutes in the evening or even, you know, not 90, I'll say 60. I turn off my phone, put it in airplane mode, and that's it for the night. And yeah. I try to get up at, at the same time every day, which is about, you know, 6.30, 7 a.m. And I, and I, get, I try to get yep. into bed by 10, 10.30 p.m. And I got to say, right. that has really done wonders for me in, in my circadian rhythm. And I, I eat at the same time right. every day. I basically train at the same time every day. Obviously, no one's perfect. But uh, you're like, of course. you know, you know, obviously, your body loves a rhythm. Your body loves routine. And when it gets out of routine, 100%. that's when you start to get tired. You start to get naggy and, and things like that. And, you know, if... if you know, it sounds like you probably don't need as much sleep as others, and neither do I. I think maybe, you know, a four or five cycle a night is, is good enough for you. And uh, what right. you recommend is about, like, 36 to 42 cycles at the end of the week. And I, I think this also yeah. takes stress off people's mind. Like, it's not the eight-hour rule anymore. It's about cycles. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean my biggest thing with that is 100% – you know, it's, it's, those are good practical tips. It all comes down to discipline. You know what I mean? Like everyone has the knowledge to, you know, everyone knows how to make a million dollars in their own head, but like no one's, no one's willing to put in the work. And like, that's my biggest thing is I, I acknowledge that I don't have the discipline that it takes sometimes to 
go to bed at the right time because, you know, for some reason after a long day, like I've, I've been coaching on the side as well. So like after a long day, I'll come home and I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I just want to watch Netflix and it's already yeah. like 1030. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's getting to the point in my life where I need to say, Hey, if you want to do this for 10, 10, 11 years, like you say you want to do, you have to, you know, take care of your body now before you start breaking down when you're like 30, 32, you Absolutely. know what I mean? So it's like, it's definitely, it's definitely a, um, uh, a discipline thing with me and I need to, that's something I need for to work sure. on for and, sure. You know, I always used to tell people sleep. This was about six months ago before I started really delving deep. I said, you know, I do everything right except sleep. And I'm sure you could say that yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I tell exactly. them, you know, I'm, I'm a footballer, I'm a personal trainer, but I don't, you know, focus on my sleep enough. And that's when I really started delving deep. Right. And once I started, you know, like you said, having the discipline to only watch 15 minutes of Netflix instead of 30, 45, 50, uh, right. and then say, no, this is it. I, I do some deep breathing and then I'm asleep. And, you know, instead of, exactly. and, and I think, exactly. you know, whatever it was, I, you know, you're always working hard. You're always trying hard. And I think sleep is something you don't have to work hard or try for, try hard for. I think it's about just getting in your bed and just letting yourself, letting yourself fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just right. you know, it, right. it's, it's called falling asleep. So just let it happen. You know? Yeah. Every, everyone wakes up and wants to get more sleep, but no one's willing exactly. to go to bed early. Exactly, man. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, enough with yeah, the sleep. Sure. Let's, let's move on. Cause, uh, that's not our best subject. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah. So I know you're playing right now. Are you playing, are you playing with the first team or are you with the second team? How's that going? What's the, what's the story with that? So I'm with the second team right now. I'm with Atlanta United too. Um, we train with the first team, uh, nice. twice a week mostly. Um, so yeah, I see all those guys. We eat lunch with them. We're around them all the time. Nice. Like, um, we talk to them like whatever. Um, yeah, so, you know, I went to the first team game yesterday against uh, Los Angeles Football Club. Um, we beat wow. them 5 nothing, And then we have a game today. Uh, the second team have a game today against um, nice. Penn FC. So, we'll, we'll have a decent so, crowd so you, there. So, you get a, uh, an interesting and a good look between a difference between a first team and a second team player. Is there anything specific that you can notice, that you notice um, – that a first team player has that a second team player doesn't or something he or he does that the other guy doesn't. Is there something you can pick out? Yeah, there's two answers to that. You know, you have the one answer that everyone can say. And it's like, oh, he has the history. Yeah, of course. Like he, he, came, he, he came from a of better course. background. He, you know, like a Jeff Lorenowitz, he, he's been around the league a long time. So obviously he's going to be a first team player. But in reality, it's the consistency yes. um, to get the job done every single day, all day. Um, you know, you have a guy who can score a nice goal and then won't score for four games and then score a nice goal, won't score for three games. You know what I'm saying? And Joseph Martinez for the first team, he, he has 23 and 25 games. So it's like being able to do it week in, week out is the difference yes, there. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's if someone told me yeah, it's their experience and that they've been around the league and all that stuff. Yeah. 100%. I agree with that. But at the same time, like their consistency is of better course. than mine. So that's something, that's something I need to work on. And, you know, just being able to, you know, just play the same way regardless yeah. of who I'm playing. And, you know, I heard something really, really good in there. Uh, you know, I, I hear, th hear things, you know, the details that you say, I listen closely. And, you know, I, what I heard you say is, 
his, cons- you know, his consistency is better than mine. And those are key words because, because you can yep. look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and say, you know, he's better than me. And I'm sure you mm-hmm. can pick out a specific detail of why. And I think, I think like we touched about in the beginning, that's the most important part. One of the most important parts to get in the next level. Can you identify what your weaknesses and what your strengths are? And exactly. can you actually be honest with yourself if you're good enough or not? Because, you know, I know a lot of guys nowadays say, oh, you know, I should be starting over him. I should, I should be, exactly. you know, in the first team instead of the second team. But you got to ask yourself, should I really be in the first team instead of the second team? Should I really exactly. be starting over him? It's so crazy because, I mean, being at the second team and all this and, you know, there's a lot of hype behind us because people want to see the youngsters coming through. And my thing is like, I'm not, my goal isn't to make the first team this season. You know what I mean? My goal is to make the first team next season or the season after that, because I know where I am. And I know, I know that if I was given the opportunity tomorrow to play with the first team, I wouldn't take it. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's, it's so crazy for like, cause I'm such a competitive guy and I, I have so much confidence in myself that saying that is kind of weird coming out of my mouth, but I know it's Mm -hmm. so true. And people, people believe like, oh, I'm on the second team. I need to push for the first team and I need to make it by yes. March and all this stuff. But like my thing is like being honest with myself, if I got the opportunity tomorrow to play at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in front of 45,000, I would not take it. I would but not I'm play sure, well. I'm sure you could do um, it if you put your mind to it. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing is like, going back to dominating where I, where I am, I I'm not currently dominating USL. So I, I don't believe that I deserve the opportunity to yes, play with the first absolutely. team absolutely. tomorrow. Now, now if you gave me like four or five months and, you know, something happened to where I was like, I was getting a good run of games and I was playing well, then maybe I would change my, my, my mm-hmm. mind. But, and also if, if they called me today and said, Hey, you're playing tomorrow, I'd, I wouldn't be like, no, nah, I don't yes, think I can do course. it. I would just, I would just go and you're play. You're just saying, but, you're um, just, you know, being honest. And, uh, but right, right, right. And that's going back to, that's going back to the whole idea of like, I'm in this for my legacy. I'm not in this for necessarily like the, the, the money or I'm not in this for the, to say I was, to say I was, I've got to play exactly. once. It's, I want to, it's like, I want to play every single week at the, exactly. at the highest level. And you know, that's, that's what I'm setting up for in my, in my life. And so, you know, that's what my mindset is for is my mindset is to play at the highest level for as long Absolutely. as I can. So. And I want to touch on two things there because I could actually, I could compare, I compare football and business tons. And 100%. after hearing that, what I would say is a lot of people, uh, you know, they become rich in one to two years with having a business. Why? Because they lie, yeah. because they ski people, because they scheme people. They become, quote, rich. But if you're honest, if you're true with people, if you tell them the truth day in, day out, if you're transparent for 10 years, you will be wealthy. And that compares to football. Yeah. If you lie to yourself day in and day out that you're good enough to play at that level, you're good enough to play at this level, you should be starting and you take the opportunity and, you know, you have a couple of good runs of good games. You might not last in the league for a while. But if you tell yourself, right. no, I don't think I'm good enough. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to be obsessed and work on perfecting my craft day in and day out. And you get that opportunity two years after. 
then you could be consistent and you can stay in the league for a while and perform at a high level for a while because you were honest with yourself from the jump. Right. And I, I love, I mean, I love listening to like business podcasts and all that stuff. I love, I love business. And, uh, going back to that is like, yeah. Um, um, people, people have this idea that I'm going to be a millionaire by the age of 25. Right. And it's like, you, you get to 25 and you, and you are still living in your exactly. parents' house, and then you quit. It's like my mindset is when I'm thirty, when I'm thirty to thirty-four, when I'm in that age, I will have done what yes, I wanted to absolutely. do. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I might not do it until I'm thirty. I might not, you know, be a starter for the first team until when I'm thirty. Um, but if I can do that from thirty to thirty-four, four years of good, solid MLS football, then you know I can say you know I'm I'm super happy with how I've been, and that's going back to the, that's going back once again to the idea that the journey is way more important than the destination. Yeah. And if you were not, if you didn't get the destination, that doesn't necessarily mean the Absolutely. journey was wrong. You know what I mean? It's like it's just that's been my mindset since they, since uh, for a long time now is that you know I'm in this for the long for the long haul i'm not in this for yes hoping man. that it works out yes, after man. a year yes and just to touch on that i'll i'll say some you know it's a marathon it's not a sprint and touching on right. that i'm the same way i will put it in day in and day out until i'm you know 30 30 you know mid 30s i don't care right cuz i'm enjoying every day and i i have rick fit yeah. on the side i'm doing what i love right now you know, I'm enjoying every exactly. day right now. I learn every single day to help myself on the pitch. And then I help others off the pitch, you know, off and on. Exactly. The pitch. And, you know, I really tried to tie. That's what I really developed it. I want to tie it in well. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I think, you know, it ties in pretty well. Because whatever I learn yeah. for myself to benefit myself, I give to others gladly. I'm not the type of guy that's going to hide information. I'm going to give as much as I can to help others because I know if I get others to the top, I'll get them to the top myself. And of course, exactly. I've, been, I've been jealous no, of people and, in the past. That's natural. Everyone right. gets jealous. But that happens when you start comparing yeah. yourself to others. Exactly. And exactly. like I said in the beginning, when you compete with yourself, when you compare yourself to yourself, that's when you really get better. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to also ask, so how often do you guys train, uh, per week? Yeah. Um, we, we get one day off every week. Um, next week we're going to get two days off because we, we have a bye week. So, so this week we got Wednesday off. Um, that's just like, well, Right, so we'll get one day off. We'll play. We play today, um, and then we'll have Monday, Tuesday off. Nice. So, so, but I was listening to, um, I think it was, I think it was David Abador, and he was saying that they they do the uh, where they come in the day after mm-hmm. a game, and put in some put in a little bit of work, and then recover, or and then have yeah, the next day off, hours. and that's how we've <clears throat> we did do that. And then we then we got away from it. We uh, so we'll play on a Saturday. We'll we'll uh, we'll rest on Sunday. Come in on Monday. Um, but I I do like to get a I do like to get a not necessarily a hard hard workout, but a a decent sweat sesh 
on uh, yeah. the Saturday or the Sunday, the Sunday rather. And um, that's been super beneficial mm. to me. Um, getting a good, good workout in on Sunday, the day after a game is super beneficial that's to me. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Why, why is that? You know, is, um... I think, I think it's, I think it's just the legs, yeah, getting the get legs the moving forward. after, after, um, Exactly. After a, a shock, it's it's a shock to the system for sure. Playing full ninety at a, in the USL level, um, the legs are absolutely dead the next day. And I, I feel like if they don't move, then everything builds up in the legs, and it's definitely good to get get moving after. No, no I completely agree with you, and uh, I think it's about getting those toxins out of the lymphatic system. Get getting the good, yep. and I completely agree with you. I like doing at least you know a forty-five to sixty-minute nice one. Uh, whether it's on the yeah. ball, whether it's in the gym. And honestly, I just listen to my body. Uh, 100%. There's 100%. no secret formula. Oh, I need <clears throat> to do technical work after a match. Oh, I need to do right. legs after a match. And it's all individual, man. And I, I think you, you would agree with yep. that. Yep. No, the biggest thing for me since, you know, since college is just the body. The, like – it's weird because I was thinking about it yesterday. I, the body is not, you're not, the, bind, the body is not the mind. So it's like, I, I need to do technical, but wait, but if my legs aren't, if they're not in the mood to do technical, then I can't do technical because then I'll, it'll be sloppy exactly. and I'll get, I'll get exactly. bad reps. And it's like, it's like, oh, I want to, I want to go for a run today, but wait, your ankles hurt. So don't yeah. go for a run. Maybe get, maybe get on the bike or maybe, maybe do some mobility, know, work on exactly. the ankle, you know? Exactly. So it's like, don't make up these things just because you see exactly. Cristiano or exactly. Messi do it. You ha- you have to listen to the body, and the body the body the body will tell you what exactly. the body wants. And I think it's the other way around. Like you said, I think if you control the body, you could control your mind. Yeah. Um. For example, like if like you said, you know, if if you want to go in and you want to do technical work, right? That's what you have your mind to. But you go in and you feel yeah. your he- your legs are heavy. You start doing it, and you you uh, aren't performing um, performing each rep at a hundred percent. What I do now, which I hadn't ever done in the past, is I go home, I pack it up, I go home, yeah. I do some mobility, I do yoga, and I say, Eric, I, you know, I talk to myself in the third person. I was proud of you today, because in the past, yeah, in Germany, self-aware, exactly, in Germany, I would push through. Oh, I need to do this. Yeah, yep. work hard, you know, and that's what we talk about working, working smart instead of working hard. Yeah. So, um, no, the, the, the big thing for me is, you know, Conor McGregor has been yeah. huge for me. And like, um, and in terms of that is like fighters would come into uh, the week of the fight and they'd be all busted up because they got beat up in, in camp. But the point of the point of camp is to get into the fight. Fresh. Yes. yes. So if you so if you're be, so if you're beating yourself up the week of the fight and you come into the fight and you're you're beat up and you're bruised and you have a a, a sprained ankle, then you're not gonna you're obviously not gonna be a better fi- as good of a fighter as you were if you were coming fresh. So it's like that's how I am. Just listening to the body and seeing what the body needs so that the body's fresh for absolutely, game. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know that we both have the fitness levels that we don't have to worry about it. And I think that pertains to a lot of people. You know. I used to think, oh, I need to do fitness. I need to do this. I'm getting unfit. But like you said, instead of worrying about the fitness, I think it's worrying about the movement of the body and being able to move efficiently. 
since, since you're uh, into McGregor, have you checked out Ido Portal? He's absolutely fascinating, that guy. Yeah. Um, so over the offseason, me and my sister did uh, one of his workouts. Yeah, did you? And it was dude, unbelievable. unbelievable because, dude. It, because we were just doing like stick drops and like um, different different like um sporadic movement patterns and all this stuff and it's like at the end of it i was so loose yes but at the but also but also at the same time i was so sore because i was like these are all like i don't move in these various planes that he's he's moving in i've never moved in that in that way so it's like i did that and it was just we were like wow this is (laughs) this is crazy like so we so we tried to do it like once a week twice a week and it was unbelievable unbelievable. dude i'm honestly i'm honestly in the chair position right now uh, I do the squat challenge every day, 30 minutes in the, in the, in the deep squat. And I got to tell you, yeah. that's probably been one of the, one of the most drastic changes to my quickness and explosiveness. Yeah. It'll open up your hips real yeah. quick and, and, and doing the, the, the hang I did some, yeah, I did a hang yeah, yesterday hang, in the, on the subway yeah. on the yeah. martyr station. So it's, um, yeah, people, yeah, it's good stuff. People it's look at me stuff. like I'm an idiot, but I just say, Hey guys, I'm just opening up the adductors. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I got to do what I got to do for me. I don't care how I look. 100%. Yeah, man. Um, so let's, I want to touch a bit on, on nutrition. Yeah. Um, you know, what's a typical pre, pre-training meal you have? Uh, is there any uh, typical one? Yeah, pre-training every day is a bowl of oatmeal with raisins and brown sugar on it. And then I have a bowl of fruit, normally pineapple, um, blueberry, strawberry, nice. grapes. Yeah. And then I'll have like a – I it changes. I have, I have some sort of coffee yes. um, with a water as well. And that's, that's every single day exactly the same. So. Nice, man. Nice. Part, part of the routine, the rhythm. Uh, and in terms of yeah. diet, you know, are you on a specific diet or – you know, you just, you, you know, I think you know what to, what to eat. Uh, you know, what would you say your diet is like primarily? Um, well, first of all, I eat, uh, I eat a lot of food. Yeah, so do I. Throughout yeah. the day. And, and um, you know, I try to, you know, I, I'm staying with a host family right now and they they treat me so well. Like the food we have is unbelievable. Like we'll have like salmon, broccoli, um, sweet potato or something like that and then but for lunch I'll have something at the club like at the at the training ground um, it's it's perfectly it's specifically portioned to like how much we lose how many calories wow, we lose during that's the training crazy. yeah so we have that um, but as far as my diet in general it's it's just I just try to eat healthy yes. you know i'll eat as much as i yes. want of anything as long as it's healthy but i do i do have this thing where i have to have like it's not like a horrible meal but like i have to have like one bad meal a week to, yes so i'm so you i'm stay happy. sane right exactly so like after the game today i'll probably go to waffle yes like just one of those you things deserve like exactly and and in san antonio it's all about uh cookies and chocolate milk so i would have like right after a game i'd have like cookies and chocolate milk yeah. like that's just something it's just something for me it's a mental thing exactly um, and i think people need that you know i think nowadays <laughs> the diet industry the fitness industry you know people are about uh these meal plans and this and that crap and you know exactly. i don't believe in that you know it's it's um 
it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. 100%. And it's about, 100%. It's about developing those habits now <clears throat> and not going on a 12-week let's get shredded program. It's about – Right. My, my, th- my, my, thing is, my thing is like I almost make it – I almost tried to make it into a game when I was in college in terms of like can I – what's the least amount of money I can spend on like the best kind of food? Exactly. So it's like – so like I'll go out and I'll buy – you know, I'll just buy rice and chicken and like, like sweet potatoes or something like that. And like, I would just buy like a lot of that. And I just eat that for the whole week. Like now some people don't like eating the same thing all the time. But for me, I was like, yo, I have, I have either rice or I have pasta. I have either um, chicken or I have salmon or ground beef. Yes. Like it was like those three things I can go in, in and out of those. Yes. Um, you know, if you don't like that, then like just go Google, go Google, uh, cheap shopping list. Yeah. You know, healthy cho- shopping list or something like that. Yeah. Like the, the, these people, these people who think that you know two things, these people who think that you know it's too expensive to eat healthy. Yes. That's nonsense. And people who think, you know, you know it's not convenient enough. You got to plan ahead. The day you have off, you have to. Like I was putting in like two hours a Sunday, just prepping for the for the next three days. You know what exactly. I mean? So. It's like it's planning ahead and just, you know, there's no excuse no, there at the end of the man. day. There so. And people make this bullshit excuse. I, I don't have time. You do have time if you make time. And you know what? You can, you can get – you can burn – you know, you can um, – I don't even know the saying. You can do two things at once. You know, you can yeah. listen to a podcast while you're, right. while you're meal prepping. You can, you, know, you can do two things at once and make the most of your time. That's what I do uh it's like yeah and, and it's and it's your body you know exactly. what I mean? so it's, it's like, the most important so, thing so, so you will have time eventually exactly it would just probably it would probably be taken at the end of your life you know what i mean absolutely so. either you make the time now to cook or you spend the time in the doctor's office at the end of your life it's exactly your exactly your choice exactly. not mine and i think you can make it simple like you said you choose a good protein you choose a good carb depending on your act- activity level for the day you choose a good vegetable and then you choose a fruit. Yep. For, you choose a fruit for your dessert, and then you choose you yep. choose some good fats, some nuts, some yep. an, um, an avocado, some hummus, whatever it is. Make it simple. Exactly. Like I say, exactly. make it simple. You don't have to make it complicated. Exactly. Sim- simplicity is genius. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Um, so how are we doing on time? Are you rush for time, or are we good? Uh, I have about I have about ten minutes left. Okay. Cool. So, I gotta get ready for this game. Yeah, cool, man. So let, let's jump on to uh, some extra training uh, outside of yeah. team training. I've seen you, yeah. you know, I follow you on Instagram heavily. I've seen you work with Toka yeah. a lot. Can you, exactly. uh, can you tell us about, you know, your, your uh, off the field, what, what you do and how you, since we talked about periodization, how do you periodize your individual training with your team training? Exactly. So Toka is what I do on the Sundays. So I kill two birds with one stone with that. Like after a game the next day, I'll try to get in there. I try to go at, at night, mm. um, but sometimes I'll go in the morning on the Sunday after a game and just get a good toka session. It, it's about an hour of cardio with the ball, um, different movements that I'll use in a game. So, I mean, it just speaks for itself. It's just an unbelievable workout tool. Um so yeah, I've been doing that. I started doing that when I came here to Georgia. So I'll be doing my third. This would be my third month of doing it, and it's it? just been, 
Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like it's a fun. It's like it's fun. It's hard work. Like after I'm I'm done for the day, like I'll just go straight to bed. Yeah. So it's hard work. It's fun. So I'm not just running on a treadmill. I'm not just exactly. doing sprints. I'm it's doing exactly work. what I'm. I'm doing exactly what I'm going to do in a game exactly. and I'm, and I'm getting good cardio in it with it. And, you know, so it's, it's the perfect, perfect workout tool for a soccer player. Exactly. And how about extra gym work? Yeah. Um, we do, we do gym work with the team twice a week. So what does that consist I'll of? do, um, super, super, um, movement. It's just a lot of movements. It's we'll do hex bar deadlift. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just to get the, just to maintain sort of. Um, so we'll do hex bar deadlifts. We'll do um, some dumbbell, dumbbell, uh, um, dumbbell bench press. Um, we'll do some, some sort of like step up, like dumbbell step ups. Um, and then we do an ab circuit at the end. Um, depending on, depending on how I how I feel, what I want, et cetera. I'll do an extra gym sesh on the day in the middle. Um, and then that's just a lot of, that's a lot of, um, with the Kai, with the Kaiser, with yeah. the Kaiser, um, the Kaiser stuff. That's a lot of like, like movements that I'll use in a game. Mm. Um, so, and then I'll, and then I'll stay after training, um, twice a week probably and just maybe hit, maybe work on my long balls, maybe work on my turning, stuff like that. Just, just to, it's all, it's all at this point, it's all sharpening up. Exactly. It's all confidence kind of thing. Cause we have it, we have it all unconsciously. We just gotta. Exactly. You know, sharpen exactly. Up. It's like, it's like in a game when I watch it again, like it's like I make mistakes, but it's like something that I, I, I can do. It's just a confidence thing. Exactly. So it's just working on my confidence and getting used to everything. So. Exactly. exactly. And what, what are your thoughts in season using weights? You like it? You don't? Or I do, but it, it's it's a rep thing. So it's vo- you don't need to be doing, volume, you man. don't need to, exactly you don't need to be doing heavy weight. Um, it's just it's within it's like it's like a I'm not necessarily sure of the numbers, but it's like a fifty percent to sixty five percent of your body weight yes. kind of thing. Yes, it's it's not you don't need to be doing one rep maxes to end season. Exactly. Um, like we said again, it's about can I be ready for tomorrow's training? You yes. know what I mean? So it's like, yes. it's, it's perfect what we do, the amount of weight we do. You get a good pump, and then the next day you feel great. So How many sets and reps would you say each exercise? We do three sets of depending on, like, like we were talking about, depending on the periodization. Sometimes we'll do 10 reps, three sets of 10. Obviously, the weights will be a little bit less, or we'll do three sets of six. Um, the weights will be a little bit more. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so. Cool, man. So uh, let's, let's do two more questions. Uh, one that I think yeah, yeah. is proper for today. Uh, you have a specific pregame ritual. Uh, never. Never. Because, because when you're on the road, you might not have the necessarily necessary uh, um, tools to do your rituals. So, like, if, say, I – I always eat Cheerios before a game. Yes, like exactly. I would not have say I don't have Cheerios on the road. Completely right. So I would so I wouldn't say it's rituals. I just make sure that my body feels a certain way. Exactly. So it's like And how's that? Like say what do you I, eat? So I'll eat a so right after this I'll probably eat a big a big meal. Um I'm weird. I'm weird in the sense that 
I love to feel full when I'm walking on the field. Really? That's, um, that's crazy. Yeah. I love to feel yeah, uh, yeah. flat, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's really crazy, and it's a, it's a weird thing for me. And um, I, I used to say, um, last summer I used to say, like, people were like, oh, you eat so much for a game or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's what's a, it's So like what's that a, meal consist of? Um, well, today it'll consist of um, eggs. So I'll have so right after this I'll have eggs, toast, to- toast or a bagel. I'll have like a a decent bowl of oatmeal and a bowl of fruit. Nice. Um, with some sort of orange juice or whatever. I'll have that, and then and then literally in about an hour and a half I'll I'll have a a Panera bread. Wow. And then I'll probably have a quick snack before the game, and then so so I look at it as like burning energy. So I like I've I. Uh, fill the tank right before I go out so it's like yeah I feel you now it now it has to be like good food because last game you know I I messed up and I had a bowl of uh or I had a plate of like some sort of chicken with um pasta mm-hmm. and during the game I felt like absolute crap really like, that's interesting yeah yeah so no it has to be it has to be the right food because I do have a sensitive stomach in terms of like the type of food that I eat and also, if I don't eat enough food before the game, after the game, I'll feel I'll feel really sick. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that. Um, I went through a phase where I was just like twenty games in a row. I just felt like crap after a game. Yeah. And I just didn't. I didn't realize why. And now I realize that I I was basically burning fuel that I didn't have. Yeah. No, that that's a good so, point. Very good point. Um. So yeah, man. Last question. I think this is one of the <clears throat> best questions. Yeah. You know, do you have any, you know, specific or, you know, general tips for young footballers looking to play at the next level and, you know, reach their full full potential in this game? Because we got a lot of dreamers out there. We got a lot of guys who right. play at a high level. Right. But what is there anything specific you would say that they should focus on? So, you know, I've been thinking about this for a long time because like I've been saying, like I've been saying, like I've I'm in the same business as you in terms of I want to inspire others, yes. inspire the young younger kids. My biggest thing is like, yeah, we can talk and say, you know, you have to work hard. You have to uh, be persistent and all this stuff. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, cool. Great. Sounds good. And like, my thing is, first of all, have fun. That's something you can do. That's something that's practical. You can have fun. Um, And then second is find one thing that you can do every single day. So, so me and my sister were working on um, for her, just do five push-ups every day. Yes. Just do five push-ups. Yes. So she does five. She does five push-ups. We're done for the day. You can do whatever you want now. Like whatever you've done your five push-ups, and then obviously as you go. So say after after a year, she's done five push-ups every day for three hundred sixty-five days. Now it's time we we do ten push-ups exactly. and maybe five sit-ups. So that's something super practical that kids can do. Is like if you just go outside and hit the ball against the wall fifty times. That's it. That's all you have to do for today, or not even fifty. 10 times, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? After 365 days, you've done 3,650 touches. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. That's a decent amount of touches, and you just did 10 a day. Exactly. You know what I mean? 10 perfect ones. Exactly. So do one thing every day forever. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's like um, – so that's one thing. And then off the field for me is just, be, is just being a good person. Yes. In terms of, you know – karma is real and it's practical if if i 
like I was addicted to you in, in high school, say I was continually addicted to you, like then this probably would never happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like commerce, commerce practical. It's like do something for others. You don't, I'm not necessarily saying, Hey, give someone $5 and then exactly. expect $5 in return. I'm saying give to others and you will unconsciously receive something. It's, that's not like a law of attraction thing or anything like that. That's a real practicality. Exactly. And I, um, I, simplifying that, I can say, you know, doing the right thing is always the right thing. Just do 100%. the right thing. You know? That, 100%. And, uh, yeah. So, hey, man, I really... And then, and, and what, on, one yeah. more thing, one more thing. Something just popped in my head. Don't yeah. be that kid at training who everyone has to wait for. You know what I mean? Like... Exactly. I As a coach, I have... Uh, I'm coaching the U9s and you know, they're, they're super young. They're, they're little children, but it's like, don't be that one kid that we always have to stop the training for. Yes. And, you know, talk, tell to be quiet or stop talking to your friend. Just be, just be a good student, be a good, a kind a person. Be, being kind or doing the right thing is always the right thing. Like you said, being kind to your coach, being kind to your parents, being kind to, to everyone. And, I guarantee at the end you will be happy with where you are. You know what I mean? So absolutely, man. Hey, man, uh, it was it was absolutely fantastic to have you on, and I knew it was going to be a fantastic combo. And we're going to have to get you back on in a couple, you know, couple weeks, couple months time. When for sure, uh, see, you know, see where see where I am exactly. See where, see, where, see where we are. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, so. bro. See where we're both at because I know we'll we'll be even higher than we're at right now because of, you know, I, de- I definitely, I definitely hit you up early because I wanted to get on the podcast early, you know, uh, ground level. I know this podcast is going to take off. So of course, man, I wanted to, I wanted to get in on the ground level to show everyone that, you know, I believed in you before anyone else. So, you know, it was a real, it was a real, uh, blessing to be on here and I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate that buddy. And we, we thank you. And, uh, we know you're a fantastic influence to young individuals and, Anyone looking to aspire to play at the top level. Uh, yes, if someone's looking to get in contact with you, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, wherever your email, uh, you can provide whatever you'd like. Uh, we'll have youngsters contact you. Yeah. So Andrew underscore Mullen, super simple. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter, Andrew underscore Mullen. And then, yeah, it, then it's uh, email is Mullen, Andrew at gmail.com. So just the, Last name first, first name second, at gmail.com. Fantastic. And I'll put that in the show notes, peeps. All right, Mullen, yeah, good, good luck with tonight. Uh, Appreciate I, it. I know you're going to do well, get those three points, and best of luck with the rest of the season, and we'll, we'll keep in touch for sure. Yeah, of course. All Appreciate right, brother. you, bro. Thanks for coming on. Have a good one. Bye. Peace, bro.